0: We represent you.
1: Attack the
0: short side again. Two pommel away. Tedesco pulled it in. This time it's Kieran's support. We feel you by your presence. A friend, a dart out from the half. He's gonna make it. Well, he's done
2: it all Rooster.
1: Well, Roosters fans, welcome to Roosters Radio on a week that we loved the score and hated some of the results. It was a really tough night up there in Newcastle. Such a dominant victory, such a dominant performance. There was so much to like. Sam Walker at his maestro best, just throwing balls at will. You had so much to like about our forwards up front. We really were in control. And then we had two very unfortunate knee injuries. Uh, season ending to two of our favourites, Lindsay Collins, of course, and Moz. Silky and Bells. Welcome to Roos's Radio. We had a terrific trip up there with the club. It was such excitement. It was built up. They took, you know, some of the player sponsors up to the Hunter Valley. It was a, a really, really nice time. And then the anticipation and excitement of getting to McDonald's Stadium. We were all there in some great seats. We were amongst the punters. A fella two rows back was uh, just ripping in. Ripping in. It was just great rugby league. It took the memories back. And then, of course, we had a great dominant performance. How did you guys see it?
3: Yes. Hey, boys. It was a uh, a sad end to the evening, wasn't it? It was um, even when you're sitting there in the stadium, it just felt you could hear a pin drop. Honestly, when it happened, everyone just were completely silent and it was just, you know, losing Lindsay was horrible and terrible. And that was actually right in front of us. Yeah, And then when Miles went down, it was um, just sad.
2: A picture tells a thousand words and we've seen the the footage inside the dressing room. But for me, the... The vision that I have that stands out was when Josh Morris ran over to Brett on the field and they had that hug, mm. very touching. We were sitting next to each me and you were sitting next to each other, Belinda. And you pointed out and you, you knew it was bad. And then you know there was a lot of talk about the medicab and whatnot, but he uh, he chose to walk off the field. Uh, such is the, the man himself. And I just thought then and there that it was um, it was a sour end to what was a great victory. But there was some upside. Uh, Let's talk a bit of footy because uh, some of the performances, in particular the back three, Mm -hmm. I thought were exceptional. Joey Manu in the number one was brilliant, I thought. Uh, Plenty of touches, plenty of earlier touches. You know, sometimes he took up the first hit-up, then he was getting into first receiver, getting his hands on the ball. But the two wingers, Daniel Tupu was unbelievable. You know, one try, one try assist, a whopping 270 metres, And Matty Kavalu was brilliant on the other side too. Mm. Iku got uh, a try, a try assist in 156 metres. So, look, let's focus on the footy. Uh, What's happened's happened, but uh, some really good performance. I know uh, we're going to talk about a few more names.
3: Yes, Silky, those back three played awesome. Manu had a great game. Um, Fullback seems to suit him. Uh, Obviously, Teddy's going to be back this week, we hope. But I also really, and you mentioned Craig a little earlier, Sam Walker. What a game from him injured his shoulder again at halftime got that little knock but pretty much played the second half with only one arm but oh <laughs> outstanding scored a try four try assists two line breaks the list goes on
2: two of those try assists were off kicks off his left foot too
3: they were yeah. they were so mm.
2: so much to like about that young kid and uh, I love it you know being able to watch him just play I, I actually on uh, Facebook someone I think the roosters called it a silky performance and he's his uh, uncle Chris, who's do- I want to give him a quick shout out. He's doing a fundraiser walk, walking from Cairns to the Gold Coast yep. for his good mate Carl Webb. So uh, shout out to Texas, and uh, if you want to support both Carl and the uh, and the charity that Chris is uh, walking for, you can check him in- check him out on Instagram. But Sam Walker, well, wow, unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, to sit there and watch him and he's. he's- you know fourth nrl game to be able to control it like that it's almost like he's playing footy in the backyard mm. you know just that past uh, did you see Toops? we were sitting right there when Toops got that first floater that and went over in the corner it was magnificent and to see how they just celebrated it was almost like it was premeditated it's something they practice at training it's probably it was almost looked like something that the coach didn't let them do they were cheeky about it mm. that makes sense and it just gave so much confidence but the two left foot kicks if you see him kick amazing and his goal kicking's getting better like he's He's building his confidence. A lot of pressure on a kid. Fourth game, 18 years of age, all those stats that you just mentioned, Bells, and he's a goal kicker. I mean, wow. Well,
3: five from seven, that's not too bad. That's a great like stat. Everyone, he's copping a little bit of a bagning. Ba- yeah. I'm
1: not I, I'm not detracting from his kick. I'm saying he's got to come into his kicking like he's got to get on and have kicks all over different parks and get into a rhythm because he's just started as a goal kicker in first grade.
2: Guys, it was over after 15 minutes, if I'm mm. fair. That's what it felt like at the footy. Like we, we well, got we off were, to a flyer.
3: We were over on that left side. Yep. I mean, the left side worked all night, really. They just swept left all night. I thought Kiri was on the park, but we were on that left side sweeping around. And as you said, 15 minutes.
1: I've got to tell you, one of uh, our our Roosters Radio uh, guests in the past, and he's a bit of an enigma in this studio, Silky, uh, he's given you some advice on energy. Bradley Charles Stubbs talks about energy. And I think the energy in the nights wasn't the energy that they they probably would have liked to produce, you know, being respectful. They just... Didn't seem to be the side that... And they had a lot of their big men. They had the twins, you know, the Safidi brothers. They had uh, Dave Clemmer, Tyson Frizzell. Uh, you know, at the back, they had Clayton Ponga. We just seemed to be in control. And I just think it goes to show you the class of our side. And, and you know, we get injuries and everything happens and it's happened. Or Teddy's out, in comes another one. Or as you said, Bells, Mano back to fullback. He's got a great problem, Coach Robinson.
2: Bush, absolutely right. I think the the nice attitude was poor, to say Embarrassing. the least. We... Played the last five, six minutes with 11 players mm. on the field. Mm. Uh, Newcastle had the ball. We take uh, the winger into touch. From the next set of six, we score. Jay moz gets his third try of the game. Mm. You know, third and 11 and scoring points. Like, come on. Plenty of work to do up there at Newcastle. But that's not detracting from our performance. We were completely dominant and it was so good to be there.
1: So another nice little touch. Angus Crichton, as the game started to come to a close, a lot of the Roosters faithful were sitting on Angus's side of the field where we were. Um, down low, and there was a lot of kids yelling out. And mate, it's just really nice to see a, a player of his stature as he does just leans over, looks at the fence, gives him a bit of a wave that and, was a, and cool, a clap. Yeah. Just a really nice acknowledgement back to the fans who were cheering him on, you know. And the bloke sitting two rows behind us, I loved him. That is rugby league.
2: If, on that point, too, Bush, 10 minutes after the game was over, uh, those Roosters players were still on that western side of the field, signing autographs, taking mm. photos. You know, players get bagged a lot in the media, but the stuff they do away from football, particularly after, you know, the way that that game finished, for them to be, you know, spending time with the fans, hats off to them. And that was the majority of the footballers. So well done to them.
3: So boys, do we want to address the elephant in the room with the two lads, ACL injuries, Lindsay and BMOZ, such a sad ending. Worst seven minutes of the game at the end I've ever seen.
2: (laughs) Well, the trip home was poor, wasn't it? Like it was like we were on the, the tour bus, the old Sid Fogg's bus. Going back to the hotel and it mm. felt like we'd been to a funeral. Well, such t- was the feeling in the no one uh, with the supporters. Yeah. It? <laughs> no, it, it
1: was very true. I mean, everyone had their phone out watching the press conference and yes. you've seen the media. I know there's lots been said about the media focusing on on B Moz, who was quite obviously uh, you know, upset. emotional upset. Yeah. You know, for Roos's fans' perspective it was. It was seriously like we just, you know, had a deep loss and we have. And we've had two of our great players. Bells Lindsay's a real favourite of yours, the way he's been coming on strong. And, you know, I was only talking today about how well Lindsay goes in origin and how mm. he comes back from origin and he's even better. So that sets him up for the finals. And he's off contract this year. So Lindsay's worth another hundred grand after an origin game. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. Very sad for Lindsay to see him go out. Good news is he's young enough. But BMOs, wow.
2: Yeah, like on the Lindsay front, obviously very disappointed to see him hop off the way he did. And I think we all knew there and then that it was an ACL. Uh, look, so much to play for too. Obviously, state of origin this year, coming off the victory last year. I think he was well in contention to be, you know, Australian front rower. So disappointed for him. For Brett Morris, well, the jury's out. Will he retire? Will he not? We don't know yet. I dare say probably will, uh, you know, considering his age. And we've spoken to him on the, on the podcast before where he's, he's mentioned, you know, depending on injury and the like, whether he'll stick around. Yeah, like what a great career. I've got to say, I remember when he came come to the club a couple of years ago, his first performance was in a World Club Challenge, scored three tries against Wigan. So uh, from a memory of, of his career at the Roosters, that's one that sticks out for me. Yeah,
1: 100%. Well, you know, there's lots of talking points around it, Silky, about, you know, will Beemoz retire? It's it's looking that way. We don't know. There's nothing official, as you say. Uh, you know, Lindsay, both gone for the season. But, you know, it, it begs some questions. As Roosters fans, there's a lot of fans out there, you know, throwing things on, you know, fan pages and Roosters radio well, fan pages and Sydney Roosters fan pages about how's this happening? You know, non contact injuries, what's going on to our players. We've got a massive roster.
3: All
2: ACLs.
1: John. We've almost got a first grade side on the bench.
2: Look, I think the club itself will be looking internally at you know, is this bad luck?
3: Is it how are they training? Now? Yeah,
2: so I'm sure there'll be a full on inquiry of sorts mm. into uh, you know, into our, our season. It's almost twelve months. To the day where I think it was in round six or seven that Sammy Verrells and uh, Victor Radley, Radley mm. went off in the in the same way. So look, I'm you know who knows who mm. knows, but I'm sure the Roosters will uh, leave no, no stone unturned to, to try and get to the bottom of it. For me too, just back on on Moz, the irony that he was his captain, uh, the fact that he was the captain of the game, and, and to go off in such a way. I know Robo mentioned it post match. You know the Moz actually got up and said what an honour it was for him to captain the team. So, uh, you know, look, it is what it is, right?
3: I mean, not only that, Silky, he was having a cracker season. He was leading, le- leading the try scorers mm. He's fourth overall in yeah. try scorers in the NRL. Just a sad, sad night for him.
1: And I think, uh, you know, our producer, p or Pat, as we like to call him, said earlier that it's sadness across rugby league because whether you like the Roosters or you don't like the Roosters – you know, it's a great point Pat raised. There's lots of fan forums are saying, hey, you know what? Don't like your club, but love the Morris Twins. Yeah. And I don't think they'd
3: use those words, but anyway. They're the, they're the, words, <laughs> they're the words we're going to go we're with We're going to go with those ones. Yeah. But
1: that's exactly right, Bells. <laughs> but, you know, from rugby league fan perspective, Robbo said it in the press conference, the people in Newcastle love watching a good footy side. Mm. And I think they walk away, you know, that their side got defeated. But they actually feel a bit of the pinch that we do, that BMOS has had that uh, neat season ending or career-ending injury, and, and Lindsay's had his season-ending injury. They, they don't like that.
2: Well, it opens the door for opportunities for some of our younger players. Mm-hmm. We got to see the North Sydney Bears play the Knights in the Curtain Razor. Fletcher Baker played in that game. Uh, there's a couple of young back rowers also that played for North that are, are contracted players. Egan Butcher was the nineteenth man. Joseph Suwali, who had the pleasure of meeting uh, up there on Saturday uh, in, during the day. Lovely young man. Giant also. of a young man, isn't he? Yeah, he's a
1: taller, lot taller, taller than I thought. And just turned up in the floor in a blue and white towel and <laughs> yeah, just said, yeah, hey swim. boys, how have you just been for a swim? Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> but it, listen, it yeah, opens the hard. door. So uh, like looking at the roster, you'd think that JWH may or may not go into the run on side. You know, Fletcher Baker, second rower, Egan Butcher, more of a lock second rower. Robbo's got options, so look, I know um, he, he'll be kind of moving the pieces, as you like to say, Bush, moving mm. the, you know, the chess pieces around the table, and it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with for how much this weekend against the Eagles.
1: Well, I'm loving Matik Elvalu at the moment. I think he's playing, he's devastating. He's almost like playing like a, a second rower on the wing, and you know, like he's, it just goes to show you the value of having an extended squad like we have. He's come down from Wyong. And you know, last year he scored that five try game. It was amazing. But you know, he's a regular first grader in the Roosters, and you know, he might come on I, off the I bench. I think
2: I think he stays on that wing. Suwali so, well, is a centre, centre fullback. So uh, you know, Teddy's back this weekend, which is a good sign. Also, young Billy Smith. I don't know how far he's away amazing. from not too uh, far, not too. You know, far. another centre. So look, we'll be able to you know get bodies on the on the field. Uh, maybe a couple underdone, but I wouldn't be surprised. We, obviously, we're recording early this week. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, Joseph Swaley gets the call up this weekend. And uh, looking forward to that. Look, it was only a couple of weeks ago we were singing the praises of Sam Walker as a as a you know seventeen eighteen year old, and uh, he hasn't let us down. We know that the player that gets selected, you know, they rise to the occasion. So uh, looking forward to that.
3: Well, fans, today we have a special guest with Luke Keary coming on. Uh, we're going to be interviewing him, but. I just want to say on behalf of Roosters Radio, to Lindsay and to BMOZ, great seasons, guys. Lindsay, heads up, mate. You're a young fella, so keep going. You'll be back next year. And BMOZ, our thoughts and prayers are with you on your decision that you're going to make, and you guys will be sadly missed at the club.
1: And BMOZ we trust. Well, Roosters fans, it's a great pleasure to have this man on. He is the Radio Hub Fit Services-sponsored halfback and currently, he's not playing, as we all know, because he also has uh, had a, a season-ending injury. Would you please welcome to Roosters Radio,
2: the one and only Luke Keery. Lukey, good afternoon.
0: Thanks for having me on again.
2: Mate, great to have you on. Firstly, let's cut to the chase. How's the name, mate? How's it all progressing?
0: No, it's good. I'm uh, three weeks post-op now, so I'm walking around and getting back into rehab and everything. And... Um yeah, just trying to hang around the boys. Robbo's given me a few little jobs to do, which is cool. So it's obviously super disappointing to not, not be playing this year, but a couple of silver linings. You get to spend, obviously, some time with some family and probably just, you know, decompress for a season and, and uh, really go after the back end of my career.
1: Just on Robbo and those little jobs, do you prefer to clean the boot of his car or the um, empty his bin?
0: we <laughs> <laughs> getting him lunch every day, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. <laughs>
3: Well, congratulations as well, Luke, another little boy. Hey, Brody.
0: Yeah, little Brody's he's been really good, actually. He's um he's a lot more well-behaved than the first one, so yeah, Amy's doing really great too and yeah, it's exciting for us. It's it's, it's been fun.
1: Can you dispel another rumor mate that Teddy's actually sent you an invoice because you're reading his book? Uh, 3 try <laughs> Teddy or Hattrick Teddy at night? Can confirm. <laughs> Can
0: confirm. <laughs> Can confirm.
2: <laughs> All right, mate, let's talk a bit of footy. Obviously, the elephant in the room was um, well, it was a great victory there up at Newcastle on Saturday night. Bells, Bush, and myself were lucky enough to be there, I'll be marred with uh, sadness towards the end. But, I mean, if we just go back, I mean, the season to date, what are your thoughts on the boys' performance thus far?
0: I thought the weekend was our, our best win. It may not have looked like it, but they did turn up, and the boys just blew them off the park. Like, they played tough, they played hard, they played with skill. They did it over the whole 80 minutes and, you know, they put 38 points on a, on a fairly decent team and they only conceded the one try. So I, th- I thought it was our best win of the season and then obviously the way it finished was was not, not great. But, man, I think we're tracking well. We've obviously lost... We lost to South and, and Melbourne, who those those top teams, who we just quite haven't beaten in the last uh, few times that we played them in the back end of last year. But we've got a lot of young guys there. We've lost... You know, we lost Cooper... Orbo, Friendy, Boyd, myself, uh, Teddy wasn't there on the weekend. It, there's a lot of senior guys that have kind of moved on and, or, or injured. and um, I think the, the current boys that are, that are there are doing a great job.
2: So, look, it begs the question, mate, is there a bit of a changing at the guard there at the club? Like we're seeing, you know, as you rightfully say, there are a few of the older time players moving on. Who's going to take up the lead?
0: Yeah, definitely. We've, well, as I said, Coop solves. Um, Friendy, we're kind of, well, Friendy's our, our club captain and Orbs was one of the club captains. Cooper was in the leadership group. boydo's not there, who's the other captain. So we've had a few guys step in there. Rad's obviously, he's kind of a natural leader. We've got Isaac Liu up there, Siwa. Um, we still got Jared, uh, myself, and Teddy. Uh, yeah, but there is a little bit of changing in the guard. Those, like Friendy, especially in Orbo, they did so much over so, so long of a period and made everyone feel safe and good. And, yeah, we just kind of got to pick up, pick up that slack, and they're hard people to replace. But I think the current, the current group is doing a fantastic job.
3: So Luke, earlier just then you mentioned about a really sad ending to the game on Saturday night, and you've been there yourself, obviously, and you're post-op now. But have you had a chance to speak to either of the boys, Lindsay or Bmos?
0: Yeah, so i spoke to Bmos over text, and I've seen Lindsay in there today. They're obviously. You kind of the first few days you're in a bit of shock and you're just disappointed and you don't know what the rest of the year holds for you and you're trying to sort out surgeries and how bad the knee is and there's a fair bit going on you can't really get around much but yeah kind of just let them be They're, they're going to be disappointed they need to figure out what the next few weeks holds and then the next few months but yeah I mean these injuries happen and you just deal with them. I think everyone at the club, you've seen, we've dealt with them over the last few years. You just you just deal with them, move on, and just keep playing your best.
1: Speaking of um, dealing with it and moving on, mate, sometimes you're forced. In your case, we were. The man they've moved on to is a, a young man that got an opportunity, uh, Sam Walker. You must be really proud. I know that he's got uh, you know, a lot of his own skills, but you'd be mentoring him, no doubt, and, and talking to him about what he's to do on the field. How proud are you of how he started off these first four games?
0: Yeah, it's awesome. He, obviously, last year, he just... Come down, fresh out of school, came down, living out of home. Didn't play a game of football. <laughs> like it was a horrible year for those boys that didn't get to play. Mm. They were just training. They just nothing. I mean, it was just, it was just hard. And like to see him go through that, and then come out the other side. And the preseason that he had, we all knew, we all knew he was special. But he's been impressive, obviously, um, to start his career. And you can tell that you can see the boys trust him and. Um, that's probably the hardest thing you got to earn in first grade, that you NRA, you've got to earn your teammates' trust so you can do the things that you want to do. But he's felt like he did that during the pre-season. He's just, just kind of built on it as he's played. But, yeah, super proud of him.
2: Mate, are you in regular contact with him? Is he, does he give you a ring prior to each match? Or, you know, do you have a nah, No,
0: no, no. No, so he's a uh, he's very free spirit. So, like even Coops has said a few times, you, I think you are just got to let him go. Like, he's... Super cool, super calm, and you just let him do his thing. Like you see seen on the weekend, there's not too much structure there. It's it's just very instinctual football. That yeah, it's really good to watch as a, as a fan.
2: <laughs> we saw that on the week, and he, he's set up two tries kicking off his left boot. So uh, yeah, he really playing eyes up footy, isn't he? Yeah,
0: he's, we've all seen like you don't want to kind of talk him up too much but yeah for an 18 year old to do what he's doing is pretty special and he's not content he'll, he'll just keep building and getting better and better and better so um, yeah I think we all just have to kind of give him a little bit of space and just let him
2: let him do his thing over the next few years. Well, I know the power brokers at Radio Hub and uh, Fit Service have been happy. They've never seen their name up in lights at the SCG this
0: much in, mm. in a couple of years. Hang hey, yeah, on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking for a new sponsor next year. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Never,
1: mind. I'll
3: take you, Luke. We love <laughs> you, <mate>. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're,
1: <laughs> we're too, loyal. <little. laughs> this little, little Mick Dipman over here, he's been talking about it. That's for sure.
3: Now, listen, Luke. <laughs> You know, with obviously those injuries, you can't give away too much. But can you let us know who's coming through? Like, who's Robbo got in mind? Who's going to be, you know, named this week? What What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Obviously, Matty Cavallo, I think, has been fantastic. Unbelievable. Hasn't um, he been a fir- he's, Yeah, he's been a first grader for years. And obviously, he's just, we've had some handy ones in front of him. So I think it's it's natural that he slots in there. He's done a great job the last couple of weeks. Uh, hopefully, Teddy's back this week. And then the Fords, we've got some really good young Fords coming through. Dan Fafita, who started the year, and Fletcher Baker, who's who's done a great job for us for the start of the season. So, yeah, we've definitely got some players there. We've got a really good, a really strong North Sydney team too, with um, some real good young kids. Yeah, so, they look. Yeah, good. we'll be fine. We'll be fine there. We've. I think the coaching at the clubs always been at the highest standard, so we're always going to have um, these kids developing, um, as we go. Sometimes they get thrown in a bit, bit earlier than we'd like, but. I mean, it's all part of part of
2: life. Luke, is the challenge for Robo this week getting the boys up? I mean, after a, you know a setback like that, and you saw the the pictures in the dressing room, we've all seen that. But I mean, take it yourself back to when it happened to Sammy Verros and, and Victor last year. Do you remember the following week? Like, talk us through that.
0: Yeah, it's probably it's probably harder for the for the fans to be honest. As a player, you you're just in the moment as a player, and you're just. You finish a game, you review the game, you recover, you get ready for the next game, and you don't really have much time to sit there and feel sorry for yourself or your team or your teammates. You're just going, and we, we've had so we've dealt with so much over the last mm. two or three seasons. Like you just keep going. So we've, we've been yeah we've been blessed to have people come in that just do a job for us all the time, and you just keep going. You don't really feel sorry for yourself and things like that. It's it's just about getting on to the next thing.
1: Luke, as an athlete yourself, you know, you'll seem to be non-contact. There seems to be a few non-contact knee injuries, and there's a lot of speculation out there as to why this is happening to our players and everything else. And, you know, fan pages are going crazy with it. You know, opposition clubs are going crazy <laughs> with, you know, our injuries and so interested in it. What are your thoughts? Is it, is it why is it happening? There's so many injuries. Is it the way the game's being played? Is it the pace of the game? Is it just, you know, the size
2: of the players? Yeah,
1: is it we're getting so big?
0: Uh, I reckon if you got the answer, you, have, you gave yourself a pretty good job. Yeah. It's just, uh, like, any answer you come up with, there's no evidence to back it up. Yep. Mm. It, it's hard to prove that your theory's right. So, yeah, I don't really think about it. I don't really give it much time. It is it is what it is. We've gone through it. Other clubs have gone through different stages yep. in the past with injuries. So, whatever. Just get on with it and hope, hope it doesn't happen again, I guess. I, I mean – I know what Robo and the staff are like. They're gonna they're gonna do everything they can to find out why and yep. If there's something they can change and things like that, but yeah, personally I don't I just don't have an opinion on it. I just don't yeah. It's I, a and tough I think
1: one. it's a tough one for everyone and I think it's the elephant in the room and, and you've just given a perfect answer. Mate, Friday night we are going a game against Parramatta Reels at Bank West. They're hard to beat, they're in really good form, they've got a couple of old roosters in there as well. What do we need to do to win?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. We had a Really good contest with them last year, a similar time of the season. So both teams are playing good football and, um, yeah, we've got some some plans that we know have worked worked against them. And, yeah, we just want to probably produce our best footy and these big games are the, the ones you want to produce them in. So we know it's not going to be easy, but, yeah, I think we're in good touch at the moment. Now, lastly, mate,
2: the uni degree. Have you you finished that? Obviously, you've got plenty of time up your yeah, sleeve well now.
0: I uh, finished off last year, so oh, COVID yeah, gave, gave me a bit of a chance mate. to well, yeah, well, done. Thank you.
1: well, here's a fun question for you, mate. I was watching uh, the fan the other day and uh, Vossi was asking the coaches who's the NRL nerd. And Madge Maguire said when you were at Souths, you recited every game he had in a season at Wigan and he nominated you as his <laughs> NRL nerd uh, in, a, in a respectful <laughs> way, saying that an, an analyst – of the game, two things is that true? And did you recite to Madge every game he had in Wigan one year ago?
0: Uh, I used to. You know, I used to watch well, when I was younger. I used to watch everything. I'd watch the twenties, the, the reserve grade, the under. Like I used to watch everything. In Super League. I've gotten obviously with the family now. I can't watch as many, but <laughs> I try to pick out a few games each week you know, that I want to watch. And yeah, you know, I didn't, obviously grew up. You know, rugby league's kind of everything. So yeah, I love watching it, but.
1: Probably a bit less now than when I was younger. I used to watch everything when I was younger. Honestly, uh, we miss you dearly. We we really really want to uh, anticipate your return at Beetle next year. But the fans love you. We love you on Roosters Radio, and we wish you the best as you get back to full strength and uh, back on the field where you belong.
0: Thanks for having
3: me. Thanks, Luke. Thanks for coming on. See you, mate.
1: thank you. There you have it. Always a good chat, Silky, and some great insights from Luke here. He's uh, he's a thinking man's footballer.
2: You're absolutely right. Always a pleasure.
3: It's great to hear from him. We haven't yeah, heard from yeah, him for right. a while, so it's great to hear him.
1: Can I tell you something I've noticed? I'm just hearing that conversation. If you listen to our early interviews, he was very excited and upbeat, and going into 18, 19 season and grand finals, and even before that, he's really matured. He actually sounds like a real leader. Mm. You know, he's he's reflective, and uh, you know, he's doing some great stuff. So, I can't wait to see him get uh, full recovery and back on the field. Welcome back to Roosters Radio fans and uh, Silky. Some interesting news in our community and our pathways for our young Roosters and our Tasha Gale side.
2: Yes, Bush. Our Tasha Gale side played the grand final on the weekend against St George and unfortunately went down thirty to four. But a great season, the first time in the grand finals. So uh, well done to Blake Cavallaro and the yeah. young women.
1: Congratulations to Blake, young coach.
2: Uh, also in the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership, the Central Coast Roosters were dominant, twenty six to four over the Winnie Magpies. My favourite. Uh, Central Coast Roosters. She plays for the Roosters in our WNRL as well. Hannah Southwell scored a try, kicked three goals. Gee, she can play. Really enjoy watching her play footy. And uh, lastly, our jersey flag went down 36-28. Well,
1: there you have it, Roosters fans. Our Junior League Pathways and our women's teams doing really well. And congratulations to you all.
2: Welcome back to Roosters Radio. I'm great to hear from uh, our injured half, Slash 5'8", Luke Keery.
1: Yeah, he's a good man. And, uh, you know, God, it would be handy to have him back. But anyway, we wish him the best with his recovery. Game of footy this week, Silky.
2: Yeah, that's right. 7.55 Friday night out there at Bankwest Stadium. Roosters taking on Parramatta. Uh, Interesting to see Joey Manu playing his 100th NRL match and... uh, you know, he's in scintillating form. I dare say he'll have a big contingent of his family out here. I did see on social media. I think his parents are out here at the moment. Yep. So uh, good luck to him on uh, Friday night. Uh, how are you seeing it, guys? Obviously, Satilli out this week, taking the early police, so he'll be missing as well. How do you see it?
3: It's going to be a cracker of a game on Friday night out there at Bank West. Uh, I haven't been out there yet, boys, but you've both seen a game out there?
2: Yeah. yeah, I went out to Roosters
1: Tigers. You know what? This would be the one to go to and we should have all done, but we've got an event bell's. It's when it's packed, you know. You got to see Para play someone there who's, who's special, and Para Russ Get him
2: onside. Yeah. Get him.
1: Well. <laughs> uh, it's a fantastic match. Fantastic round, though, but so him side, get him
2: on side,
3: Get him on side.
1: Oh mate, well, you're so close to it. Even even well, you sit with the caviar is, silky. You can hear that.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Well, I'm really looking forward to the game, but it's going to be a great game.
1: Will be a great game. Key match up, spell. What do you like?
3: Well, I like Teddy coming back in against oh, Guffo. Who doesn't? Yep, yeah. <laughs> love that. Love that. What about the wingers match up, guys?
2: Both pairs of wingers. Yeah. Well,
3: Toops versus Fergo, an old rooster. So that's going to be a great match up.
2: And uh, Ico versus uh, Big Seva.
3: That's right. Oh gosh! <laughs>
2: Anyone but versus big I reckon, I reckon that's going to be one of the, the best battles of the of the night. How the two pairs of wingers match up.
3: You know what I'm looking forward to as well. I'm not sure how Nathan Brown is because he got a little injured on the weekend. But him v Victor Radley, I think yep. that'll be a great matchup. Two old school footballers. I
1: think the two halfbacks are going to be pretty good. You have got like a you know a young yeah. kid playing his craft who's highly skilled and uh, you know lots to like about him.
2: Don't forget the front rows. You've got uh, Campbell Gillard, Junior Polo, up against JWH, Siwa, uh, Isaac Liu. So uh, some big boppers up through the middle as well.
3: I'm actually looking forward to JWH because I feel, in my opinion, he's going to run on with Lindsay out. And I think he's going to have to really bring his game now.
1: I think he has to run on bells. Mm. I think from, uh, you know, we love it. As you said, Silky, I say it all the time. One of the greatest things I look forward to every week is what Robbo does with the amount of chess pieces he has on the board and where he puts them. And I think what you just said is going to happen because I think a game against Parramatta, they've got a massive forward pack. They've got the Lee that's yep. come from Auckland who's been mm. so strong.
2: Near Cora. Uh,
1: big Junior polo. So I think you've got to match, Jared, with that. You've got to put, you know, pound for pound they, the got big to, men on.
2: They've got to be careful of the offloads. Junior Paulo has the amazing ability mm. to, to get rid of the football. So they get that second phase. So mm. they can nullify that they go a long way towards winning the
1: match. Yep,
3: they've got to wrap them up and win the tackles. Yeah, correct. Mm. I think this
1: is a really um, marquee game for us in our season with what's happened with you know the amount of injuries we've had from day one. Everyone said, oh, your season's... Over. It's not over. No. It's far from over. We've got so many good players that we can move around. But I think this game is one of those ones where it'll be a real test because Parramatta are a genuine top four contender.
2: Push, I reckon this is a real test of character for our, particularly our younger players. Mm. Yep. It will be hard mentally to get up this week. I'm sure they've... Uh, you know, had plenty of meetings about that this week as well. But they've got to run out there on Friday night and they've got to be prepared to play footy and they're going to have to play tough. Like Parramatta a big dominant side. Uh, you know, they're sitting ahead of us on the ladder. So they've got to be prepared to play football. And, and look, if they don't turn up, well, you know, it could be quite horrendous. So they have to be ready mentally. And uh, let's see what happens
3: there. But not only that, boys, we have the coach... For this type of thing, I mm. mean, he's yep. the best in Robbo. We trust he'll be playing all the mind games this week who he's going to play, who's going to put on there, who's going to play in what position. So, full faith in him,
1: 100% Bells. Well, let's go to a score. Silky, what are your thoughts?
2: Tough
3: one, very tough.
2: I reckon we might get him in a nail biter 18 16.
1: Wow, Bells, what Ooh, do you think?
3: 18 16, 26 20. I mm, like it,
1: mm. don't mind it. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with 16 14. I'm, uh, I'm only two points away, but uh yeah it's going to be one of those really, really tight matchups. I think it comes down to a goal kick.
2: Well, that's it for this episode of Rooster's Radio. once again, we want to thank our special guest, the one and only Luke Kerry, you've been listening to Rooster's radio East, East to win. win.